You're listening to a bonus episode preview available to all Driftoff Premium members. You can listen to the whole story and other episodes while enjoying ad-free listening by becoming a premium member at driftoff.supercast.com or you can find the link in the show notes. That's driftoff.supercast.com. Welcome to Drift Off, bedtime stories to help you unwind, relax, and drift off. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Joanne, and it's a pleasure helping you get restful sleep. This week on Drift Off, we're asking you to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. This is a free way to support the podcast while giving you a chance to share what you love about the show. You can let us know which episode is your favorite, and it helps other sleepy listeners discover Drift Off too. It's super easy. Hop onto Apple Podcasts, scroll down our show page, select a star rating, and then tap Write a Review. We'll be sure to take a look and share some of our fan favorites and upcoming episodes. Thank you for your support. It truly is an honor helping you get restful sleep. Tonight's story is called Graciosa and Personet, a French fairy tale by Madame Donois. The story is about a young prince by the name of Personet who falls in love with Graciosa and shows her true love. And so I invite you now to ease into a comfortable position and allow the eyes to close if you wish. And as you begin to settle in, notice the flow of your breath. The ebb and flow of each inhale and exhale. Perhaps this rhythmical flow of breath reminds you of ocean waves as they roll in and as they roll out. And just resting here, resting with your breath. Letting it bring you into the present moment. Letting it help quiet your mind as you focus on the pleasant sensation that each breath brings. The coolness of the inhale as it enters through the nostrils. of the air as it flows out. This rhythmical, soothing flow, helping you relax, unwind, and drift off. 
And so, as always, my friend, settle in comfortably under the covers. Take a slow, comfortable breath. And as you exhale, relax and let go. Allow any tension to just melt away. Letting your body sink deeper and deeper down into the softness of your bed. There is nothing left to do and nowhere else to be. So just lay back, relax, and enjoy the story. Once upon a time, there lived a king and queen who had one charming daughter. She was so graceful and pretty and clever that she was called Graziosa, and the queen was so fond of her that she could think of nothing else. Every day, she gave the princess a lovely new frock of gold brocade or satin or velvet, and when she was hungry, she had bowls full of sugar plums and at least twenty pots of jam. Everybody said she was the happiest princess in the world. Now there lived at the same court a very rich old duchess whose name was Grumbly. She was more frightful than tongue can tell. Her hair was red as fire, and she had but one eye, and that not a pretty one. Her face was as broad as a full moon, and her mouth was so large that everybody who met her would have been afraid they were going to be eaten up, only she had no teeth. And she was so unpleasant she could not bear to hear everyone saying how pretty and how charming Graziosa was. So she presently went away from the court to her own castle, which was not far off. But if anybody who went to see her happened to mention the charming princess, she would cry angrily. It's not true that she is lovely. I have more beauty in my little finger than she has in her whole body. Soon after this, to the great grief of the princess, the queen was taken ill and died, and the king became so melancholy that for a whole year he shut himself up in his palace. At last, his physicians, fearing that he would fall ill, ordered that he should go out and amuse himself. So a hunting party was arranged. But as it was very hot weather, the king soon got tired and said he would dismount and rest at a castle 
which they were passing. This happened to be the Duchess Grumbly's castle, and when she heard that the king was coming, she went out to meet him and said that the cellar was the coolest place in the whole castle if he would condescend to come down into it. So down they went together, and the king, seeing about two hundred great casks ranged side by side, asked if it was only for herself that she had this immense store of wine. Yes, sire, answered she, it is for myself alone, but I shall be most happy to let you take some of it. Which do you like? Well, said the king, since you are so kind as to ask me, I prefer champagne to anything else. Then Duchess Grumbly took up a little hammer and tapped upon the cask twice, and out came at least a thousand crowns. What's the meaning of this? said she, smiling. Then she tapped the next cask, and out came a bushel of gold pieces. I don't understand this at all, said the Duchess, smiling more than before. Then she went on to the third cask, tap, tap, and out came such a stream of diamonds and pearls that the ground was covered with them. Ah, she cried, this is altogether beyond my comprehension, sire. Someone must have stolen my good wine and put all this rubbish in its place. Rubbish, do you call it, Madame Grumbly, cried the king. Rubbish? Why, there's enough there to buy ten kingdoms. Well, said she, you must know that all those casks are full of gold and jewels, and if you like to marry me, it shall be all yours. Now the king loved money more than anything else in the world, so he cried joyfully. Marry you? Why, with all my heart, tomorrow if you like. But I make one condition, said the Duchess. I must have entire control of your daughter to do as I please with her. Oh, certainly, you shall have your own way. Let us shake hands upon the bargain, said the king. So they shook hands and went up out of the cellar of treasure together, and the Duchess locked the door and gave the key to the king. When he got back to his own palace, Graziosa ran out to meet him and asked if he had had good sport. I have caught a dove, answered he. Oh, do give it to me, said the princess, and I will keep it and take care of it. I can hardly do that, said he, for, to speak more plainly, I mean that I met the Duchess Grumbly and have promised to marry her. And you call her a dove? cried the princess. I should have called her a screech owl. Hold your tongue, said the king very crossly. I intend you to behave prettily to her. So now go and make yourself fit to be seen, as I'm going to take you to visit her. So the princess went very sorrowfully to her own room, and her nurse seeing her tears, asked what was vexing her. Alas, who would not be vexed, answered she, for the king intends to marry again, 
and has chosen for his new bride my enemy, the hideous Duchess Grumbly. Oh, well, answered the nurse, you must remember that you are a princess and are expected to set a good example in making the best of whatever happens.